You're listening to Travel Talk Weekly with Rob and Carrie Stewart, travel experts, authors, and TV hosts. Join them as they take you to amazing destinations all over the globe. Whether it's cruising the seven seas, exploring Europe, or being pampered at an all-inclusive resort, Travel Talk Weekly is your passport to the world. Hello and welcome, finally, to another episode of Travel Talk Weekly. Robin Carey Stewart here coming to you from the Creating Magic Vacation Studio in beautiful and pretty much mostly sunny Orlando, Florida. This is show number 125, original air date, June 1st, 2022. And thank you so much for your patience. As you may know, we just did a huge move from St. Petersburg, Florida to Orlando after living in St. Pete for the past 17 years, which means we had 17 years worth of stuff. And maybe a little more because we do have some storage units, but I digress. To say it was a big move would be an understatement because we found the perfect house in Windermere. We had to make the move faster than we even anticipated or basically even thought was possible. We knew this house would not last in this market and we had to pull the trigger. But we are back to our regular routine, which means bringing you an episode of Travel Talk Weekly, like the name says, every week. And we have some fun topics lined up. We do. And the timing is so perfect because so much is happening in travel right now. So many changes. And to kick it off. Yes, the big news from last month. Finally, if you did not already know, Masks are no longer required on flights and in most airports, although there are a few airports that are still going to require them. And we could not be happier, especially because we are getting ready to take a cross-country trip ourselves to California the first week of June. Yeah, they say most airports, and hopefully maybe that'll change either now or in the near future, because why not piss off your customers and make them go to an airport that doesn't require them? If, let's say, LaGuardia and JFK require them, they're just going to send more business to Newark, as an example. It was fun, though, seeing flight crews from several airlines make the announcement that day on some of the flights and in real time as the mandate was deemed illegal by a Florida judge. The mask mandate was set to expire, I think, in like March 18th, around that time. And then the White House extended it to April 18th for absolutely no reason. And then, in their infinite wisdom, they decided to extend it for two more weeks, you know, to, what do they call it, stop the spread? Yeah, I think we fell for that lie two years ago. And not surprising, the White House is considering appealing the ruling. I don't think anything's going to happen, though. It's like they really sit around the table at the White House and think, what else can we do to make us less popular? I know. I got it. I got it. Let's keep people in masks on planes. All in favor, vote yes. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Now, the interesting thing, though, was even before they lifted the mask mandate, airfare prices have been crazy. If you have not flown for a while or at least looked at airfare, you may be surprised. I was talking to our friend over at Disney and said, yeah, we're flying to California. It's X amount. He goes, wait a minute. I went there in February to California. It was half that amount. I'm like, yes. Thank you. Rising gas prices. Yeah. And it's not just the rising gas prices, though. It's also the airlines are still short staffed. And so the it's supply and demand, just standard supply and demand. It is. And what they figured out is even with the price increase, demand has not gone down. So they're like, hey, if we can get it, why not? Let's make up for all the losses we've had. Yeah, it definitely has been tricky. If you do have a trip planned, a couple little pro tips around airfare, you may want to purchase a refundable rate just in case things change down the road. Then you can just cancel that ticket and buy a new one. 
or at the very least, get airfare that is changeable without change fees. Yep, that's another great way to do it. But back to the mask thing, Disney also dropped the mask requirements for the final two modes of transportation that were still requiring it up until about mid-April-ish. And that is the buses and the monorail. And as soon as that mandate was struck down by the Florida judge, Disney reacted immediately as well. Almost the same day, I think. It was. very close. It was the same day, yeah. Yeah. And based on, you know, Disney being in the news quite a bit over the last month, they kind of needed this small win. They absolutely did. So let's get into what's really going on in the travel industry these days. So there has never been a higher demand for travel advisors right now, or travel agents, however you call them. And when it comes to consumer travel, more than business travel, it is coming back in a big way. Now, although business travel is starting its comeback, family vacations already there. At Creating Magic Vacations, we're seeing record-setting bookings month after month, and it's happening all across the industry. Cruises, theme parks, all-inclusives, you name it, it's coming back big. Yeah, and because of that, the need for a travel advisor has never been more important. See, prior to the shutdown, many people were just kind of using those online agencies like Priceline or Booking.com to book their travel. And what I've seen lately is a huge increase in TV advertising for sites like those, but back to the story. Yeah, so as the shutdown occurred, the online sites and also those big membership clubs like Sam's Club and Costco were in no way prepared to handle the surge in customer service requests with all the changes and cancellations and modifications. So think of it like this. Online sites and membership clubs are like a fast food drive through You order the product, and you get it. No offense to those business models at all. There are many occasions we love fast food. But using an expert travel advisor is like fine dining at a five-star restaurant. That entire model is based on service and helping create a custom experience for your family, not just buying a single product. As an agency, we've gained more than a few clients because the big box stores could not handle the customer service that they needed to do because of all the Disney trips that were canceled. And another thing pushing the demand is that thousands of travel agents just left the business over the past couple years. Because being a full-time travel agent is hard enough, and it was hard enough before the pandemic, and then having to deal with a global shutdown and trip cancellations and frustrated people like crazy wasn't a very fun time. Also, for many travel agents, it was kind of a part-time gig, like a semi-retirement plan. They weren't looking for full-time income. They were looking for, I want to book some trips for my family. I want to enjoy some trips. And then things went sideways, and it was no longer fun. Trust me, I get it. Yeah, but for us, stopping or even shutting down for a few months or slowing down wasn't even an option because this is what we do for our income. We just can't turn it off and say, okay, so what do we do now? I know. Let's just go on vacation for a few months. Yeah, that wasn't going to happen in 2020. (laughs) But that's where Disney, and I would say Walt Disney World to be specific, really saved our agency. The Florida parks were only shut down for maybe about four months, and the shopping and restaurant district called Disney Springs, about three months. And being the Disney experts, that really put us in a nice sweet spot. But also what that meant to us is that people were not canceling their Disney trips either because, you know, they would just say, you know what, let's just move it. We're not going to totally cancel it like a lot of the other places. We will just move it. And fortunately for us, sales skyrocketed. I also want to give a huge, huge thank you to many, if not most of the cruise lines who protected our commissions. And what that means is we got paid even if the cruise got canceled. They didn't have to do it, 
but they did for those first few months the cruises were shut down. Especially since they are hands down the hardest hit segment of our industry. So thankfully, the cruise industry is making a comeback. And to be clear, when we mentioned cruises a few minutes ago, as far as a comeback, we meant future cruise bookings. And here's why. In the short term, the cruise lines are still ridiculously scrutinized. Now, to us, the obvious next step is for cruise lines to stop having to require vaccines to be able to sail with them. To be clear, cruise lines never wanted to have to do this. That's not our speculation. It's what we hear from our industry insiders and our contacts within the cruise industry itself. They never wanted this, and there is no doubt that the cruise industry as a whole was being unfairly targeted by the CDC. Yeah, they pretty much have to say that to the public, but here's what they really want. They want their ships sailing at capacity. I mean, if you knew how many new ship builds were on the books for many of these cruise lines, you would see why. But the only way that that is going to happen is if they don't have to require the vaccine. Countries all over the world have started to relax the requirements, and we think that the cruise industry will be following suit in the very near future. Again, we know they want to. As soon as they're able to, vax be gone. And when that does happen, the prices for those cruises will go up. Exactly. Right now, especially for the mass market lines like Carnival, Royal, and Norwegian, it means prices are currently about as low as they will ever get. And if you are fully vaxxed, I think now is what between seven and eight shots, this is the best time for you to get a cruise on the books and lock in that low pricing. It's also the best time to maybe book a higher cabin category. Okay, so you say seven or eight um, shots at this time. To be clear, the cruise lines are just requiring those first two doses. Right now, they're recommending the booster, but nobody requires that. Clearly, I'm not very good at math. <laughs> but if you are not vaxxed, this is still a great time to get a future cruise on the books, just in case the requirement goes away, because then you'll have your price locked in. But here's a good way to do it. Again, book with a travel agent, but book that cruise for next spring or summer, the one you've dreamed about. And if you still need a job at that point, the industry is going to be in even bigger trouble. You got that right. The key here is getting a completely refundable fare. You'll have plenty of time to know if the requirement thingy is still in place. Plus, you'll have a lot of time to look forward to that cruise. And then have a backup plan just in case. As I mentioned, the cruise industry has been unfairly targeted and judged by the same people who said two weeks to slow the spread. It's okay for me to be in a football stadium with 50,000 other people without masks or any requirement, but not on a cruise ship that 100% has a higher standard of cleanliness than any stadium out there. Yeah, so you get it. And we all know it's time to stop making the jab mandatory on cruise ships. Can't wait until that happens. You and me and about 5 million other people. Right? <laughs> Another great way to vacation, and one of the favorites out there for sure, is an all-inclusive resort. And two of the best places to go right now, Mexico, specifically Cancun and Riviera Maya, and also Jamaica. Yeah, Jamaica has dropped all COVID requirements. However, you do need to take a test prior to coming back into the U.S. I think that's okay. And another great idea of great places to go with very little requirements are the U.S. Virgin Islands and Puerto Rico. Why? because they are both U.S. territories, which means if you don't have a passport, you can fly down there. And also, you don't have to be vaccinated. As a side note, one thing to know is that the U.S. territories, meaning the Virgin Islands and Puerto Rico, they do not have all-inclusive resorts down there. 
but one of the main advantages is you don't need a passport because it's a U.S. territory. Also, it means maybe your mobile phone carrier doesn't include Mexico, but if you're in Puerto Rico or the U.S. Virgin Islands, it's like you're in the U.S. But definitely check your airfare before you book those vacations. No, that's, that's, the, that's the killer thing right now. So more and more countries around the world are opening up and relaxing restrictions. Tourism is one of the, if not the main drivers for dozens, if not hundreds of countries. You can't just shut an industry down like that indefinitely. Although at times it seems like some governments want to. So join us next week as we're going to explore even more international destinations that you should get on your must-do travel list sooner rather than later. That's a good point. Travel is one of those things that is always better sooner rather than later. Thanks again for joining us this week and hopefully in the future week. So if you're not subscribed, make sure that you do that. And again, thank you so much to our loyal listeners who have been so patient as we are finally back to our normal routine. And if this is your first time here, welcome. And we'll leave you with this. As travel agents, we don't sell travel. You can buy that anywhere. What you get by booking with us is our knowledge, experience, and personal customized service to help take the pressure off of you and your family so you can just stay focused on your next amazing vacation. So if we can help you or your family plan your next vacation, please reach out to us or your Creating Magic Vacations travel advisor. The world is a book, and those that don't travel read only a page. Let's pick up the book and start turning some pages. Mm-hmm.